Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. My Lord and my God. Well, join me in welcoming our online audience as well as those that watch on TV. And if you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, this is the place to be. A warm welcome awaits you. We, we are excited here. We have a lot of fun. We learn God's word, and then we go out and do it. Amen, and make a difference. So this is the place to be if you are ever in the Colorado Springs area. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You, see, you shouldn't just think about ourselves. Um, it's time that we think about others. One time, this is not my main message, but uh, one time, William Booth, the founder of the Salvation Army, he had to meet with the pastors and, and leaders, and he couldn't make it. And when he couldn't, he sent out a note, and all that was contained in the note was others. That was the only word he put in the note, others. <laughs> and you see, it was trying to, it's so important, it's so easy to think about ourselves. It was trying to get them to understand that, look, don't just think about yourself, think about others. And that's where this whole thing starts. And it's so transformed, even though he wasn't there, it's so transformed the leaders and, and pastors that were there. And you see, it, you see, it's easy just to concern about your problems, your family. It's easy to be concerned about our nation, the problems that we are faced with and confronted with. But you see, the truth about the matter is some nations don't have what we have, even when it comes to the gospel. All right, let's get into our Bible lesson for today. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So we've been studying about prayer and I just referenced an individual, Reese Howell. He was an English person. Uh, he, he, he was a mighty man of prayer. And he made this statement, and then he did missions to Africa as well. He made this statement that history belongs to the intercessors. And he's right. Oh, you said throughout scriptures, people that have made a difference, um, there have been people that have given themselves to prayer. One time, somebody took a field trip to heaven. I like to call it a field trip because he came back. If you go to heaven and you stay there, that's not a field trip. <laughs> and he said when he went to heaven, he saw people, some of the people that were, you see, that, 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 you see in heaven there will be ranks. <laughs> Never deceive yourself. And the rank is based on what you've done in the earth. And he said the, closer, the cl people closest to the throne were sometimes were missionaries, sometimes were praying mothers. People that prayed and gave themselves to prayer. So history belongs to the intercessors. History belongs to people who give themselves to prayer. And I pray in the name of Jesus that in this season, we'll give ourselves more to prayer in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And we'll see a difference not only in our nation and in our families, but in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the life of of others as well. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, so we've been looking at the different kinds of prayer. One time somebody said, um, when it comes to prayer, oh no, they, they were a lawyer, and they said that um, when it comes to law, if you know the facts, plead the facts. Uh, if you know, if you have a precedent, plead the precedent. If you don't know both, then pound the table. <laughs> 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 
And so many times, the same thing applies to prayer. When we know the word of God, you can plead the word of God in prayer. If you don't know uh, the word of God, then you, sometimes you are just making noise. I pray you just don't not just make noise in prayer. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. But the point is, there are different kinds of prayer. And as we understand and as we study the different kinds of prayer and get to know what we should do, I mean, even in your toolkit, there are different tools for different, that have different applications. Uh, in a game of sports, different rules apply to different sports. And for us to be effective in prayer, we need to know the different kinds of prayer so we can get results in prayer. And I see God taking your prayer life to another level. I said, I see God taking your prayer life to another level. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We talk about the fact that in Psalm 141 verse 2, he talks about the fact that he says, glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. And in Revelation chapter 8, verse 3 to 4, we see, I mean, our prayers being mixed up with incense, going up as a fragrance before God, and then it's released back to us in the form of power. And then we see also Elijah, the Bible talks about the fact that he was a man subject to like passion, just like us in the book of James. But the difference is he prayed. And if we, we, we will pray, we will see a difference in our lives as well. A man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that he not rain, James 5.17. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again. And the heaven gave rain. He prayed again and heaven gave. And the earth produced its fruit. So when we pray, our heaven will give rain and the earth will produce its fruit. So if your heaven is not giving rain and your earth is not producing, the problem is the prayer issue. And that is why we are trying to get that resolved in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. You will see results in prayer. I said you will see results in prayer. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so, um, they are, for the purpose of this study, we are talk, looking at it from seven. We can, you can actually look at prayer from 11 different kinds. But for the purpose of this study, we are looking at seven different kinds of prayer. And the first one that we talked about is the prayer of consecration. The prayer of consecration. And it occurs a lot of times. It actually occurs more than all the other kinds of prayer because God wants us to yield our lives completely to him. Anything that stands in the way to get rid of it so we can see results. And then the second one where we talked about is the prayer of petition. The prayer of petition. And then the third one is the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith. And then four, prayer of thanksgiving. Prayer of thanksgiving. And then five, the prayer of agreement. The prayer of agreement. And then six, prayer of supplication. And then seven, prayer of intercession. I'll through quickly again for those taking notes. Prayer of consecration. Prayer of petition. Prayer of faith. 
prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of agreement, prayer of supplication, and then seven, prayer of intercession. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18, he says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watched to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, for all the saints, praying always with all prayer and supplication, or the Greek literally says, with all manner of prayer, or with all kinds of prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So today, we will look at the prayer of thanksgiving and the prayer of agreement. The prayer of thanksgiving and the prayer of thanksgiving. Now, let's trace this prayer of thanksgiving, starting with, with my friend Jonah. Now, you see, God had told Jonah to go and prophesy to and speak to the children uh, to the people of Nineveh. And he thought he had a better idea when God told him to go and prophesy to those people, speak to them, preach to them, preach. He said, no, 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 God, I'm not going. He took the, he took the boat and headed the other direction. <laughs> and he had a revelation. <laughs> There's a verse in Proverbs chapter 13. The Bible says in Proverbs, let's go there. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 15. He says, let me read it from the classic King James. He says that good understanding gives favor, <laughs> but the way of transgressors is hard. It's very difficult. The way of transgressors is hard. You see, that it's when we obey God, life gets it's easy. When we disobey, it's hard. The way of transgressors is hard. The New King James says, the New King James puts it this way. He says that good understanding gives favor, but the way of the unfaithful is hard. It's difficult. It's a very difficult road when we disobey God. And so, a storm hit him. As a result, people that were with him said, Turn with me in Jonah chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. He says, reading the, I like verse 6 in the classic King James as well. James, Jonah 1, 6. He says, So the shipmaster came to him and said, What do you know, Arise, call upon thy God. If so be that God will think upon us that we perish not. He is the one that as a result, the storm has come to these people. And the person that is in disobedience and the storm has come as a result, he is sleeping. The people say, what meanest thou, O sleeper? Sometimes we, I used to wake people up for dawn prayer meetings in high school. And when we go and wake them up, we say, rise up and let's go and pray. What meanest thou, O sleeper? <laughs> rise up, you need to pray. <laughs> what meanest thou, O sleeper? So you've caused this issue and you are sleeping. Rise and pray and call on your God. And he ended up, they realized that he was the one causing the issue. So he said, you just put me into the sea. I'll, I'll get this thing figured out. I don't want all of you to be in trouble because of me. He ends up in the belly of the fish. 
and with gastric juices and whatever else is in the belly of the fish, now he remembers his God and begins to pray and to call on, upon God. Look at his prayer in Jonah chapter 2. Jonah chapter 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, my God, then Jonah, verse 1, then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God from the fish's belly, and he said, I cried out to the Lord because of my affliction, and he answered me. Out of the belly of soul I cried, and you heard my voice. And he prays, and after, after he prays, he says this, Verse 7, when my soul fainted within me, I remembered the Lord and my prayer went up to you into your holy temple. There is a lesson in here that no matter the kind of trouble that you find yourself in, you can always pray. And you can pray everywhere. He's praying from the belly of the fish. You see, no one can stop you from praying if you are really determined to pray. In the midst of his difficulties, in the midst of his test, in the midst of his trial, when he was almost at the point of death, he still prayed. And when he prayed, God answered. As you pray, I see God answering you. I said, as, well, as you pray, I see God answering you. Then he went on to say, in verse 8, he says, Those who regard worthless idols forsake their own mercy, but I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. You see, there is the thanksgiving. Thanksgiving can, can be in two aspects. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My God. My God. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Let me take a pause here. And um, thank you, Lord. Let's acknowledge and thank God for all the fathers. Today is Father's Day. <laughs> Thank God for all the fathers and the fathers-to-be. Amen. Amen. That's another form of thanksgiving. We are talking about thanksgiving. If your father is alive, give them a call and thank God for their lives. And I pray, let's thank God for the father of fathers. Let's thank God for his mercy and his goodness and his kindness. Then let's acknowledge the fathers as well. I pray for every father in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that in Jesus' mighty name, may you God lead you to raise your family right. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that may your family keep shining. I pray a special blessing on fathers in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. No one shall fail as a father anymore. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray that the wisdom that builds and sustains families is released in Jesus' mighty name. 
I pray that the wisdom to see a good old age, may you see a good old age in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And anyone that believes to be a father, next year by this time, you will have a good report. I said next year by this time, you will be a good report. Anyone married that believes to want to see a harvest, wants to be a father, desires to be a father, next year by this time, you will have a harvest. Next year, you will be celebrating fatherhood. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. The curse of struggling for survival is cancelled in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. No one will fail as a priest of their, of their household in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. We thank God, the Father of fathers. If the reason why God wants us to honor fathers from a natural standpoint is that if you cannot honor fathers from a natural standpoint, that the fathers that you see, how would you honor the father that you don't see? You see? So it's so important. Let's honor the father figures in our lives, pastors, spiritual fathers, and the natural fathers as well. And as we do that, we will see the hand of God at work in our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you, Lord. All right. Uh, let's continue with our Bible lesson. Amen. We have to thank God for his goodness and his mercies. And our earthly fathers as well. Amen. So he goes on to say in John chapter 2 verse 9, he says, But I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed. Salvation is of the Lord. So when it comes to thanksgiving, there is the thanksgiving. There are two aspects to thanksgiving. You see, you, see, you don't only do thanksgiving. You say, Pastor, it's not a, um, thanksgiving day. We are not eating turkeys and, and ham and, and all these things that you are talking about thanksgiving. No, no, thanksgiving is supposed to be a lifestyle all throughout the year. And it's another kind of prayer. So there are two kinds of thanksgiving. There is the thanksgiving which is closely related. You see all these prayers are closely related. There is the thanksgiving that is related to the fact that you give thanks to God before you see the result of what you are praying for. Key issue. So he's in the belly of the fish and then he goes on to say, I will sacrifice to you. It's a sacrifice because that, there's nothing to thank God for. He's really at the point of death. But three days and very shortly, if he doesn't get, I mean, oxygen and being able to be, be able to breathe regularly, he's going to lose his life. So that he thanks God ahead of time. He thanks God ahead of time. I will sacrifice to you with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay what I have vowed salvation is of the lord verse 10 says so the lord spoke to the fish and he vomited jonah onto dry land notice that he did not get out of the belly of the fish till he had given thanks to god and so many times the circumstances that we are in the difficulties that we are in some of it we brought upon our own self we will not get out till we begin to make some changes on the inside and begin to thank god but in the mighty name of the lord jesus as you thank god 
I see God delivering you in Jesus' name. As you thank God ahead of time, I see God delivering you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We live in a blessed nation, but it's easy. You see, people that remember and complain don't, don't make it. But people that are full of gratitude all throughout the year and all throughout their lives and taking their issues to God will make it. The same God who delivered Jonah out of the belly of the fish in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know what difficulty you find yourself in. I don't know what circumstance you find yourself in. But as you sacrifice with the voice of thanksgiving, I see God delivering you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's go a step further. Let's look at Jesus. John chapter 6. You see, the prayer of thanksgiving is very, very important. He says, in John chapter 6, again, Jesus is holding a campaign, three-day camp meeting. People have been on the ground for three days. They haven't gone anywhere. They are hungry. The disciples come to him and say, look, uh, please, let's not um, cause a, uh, a mass issue here. Let's send the people to go and eat. But Jesus said, okay, you give them something to eat. In the other account. Then here he said, where are we going to buy bread? You see, so many times we think about where the provision is going to come from, but Jesus knows. And the little boy brings his lunch, his provision, to Jesus. And notice what Je the Bible says. John chapter 6, verse 6. He says, but this he said... Well, this he said to test him, for he himself knew what he would do. 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 He said, this is very, I mean, he himself knew what he, the knowledge of what to do is what puts you in command. I'll repeat it again. The knowledge of what to do is what puts you in command. He himself knew what he would do. What was he going to do? Philip answered, 200 denarii worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two small fish, but what are they among so many? Then Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was much grass in the place, so the men sat down in number about 5,000. Then and Jesus took the loaves. Notice he said he knew what he would do. Jesus took the loaves and when he had done what? Giving thanks. He distributed them to the disciples and the disciples to those sitting down and likewise of the face as much as they wanted. He himself knew what he would do. When he took the loaves, he gave thanks. Uh, will look at the, the laws and say look at that's what the people were saying look at the multitude what's, what's the use I, 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 I'm, I'm not making it from a financial standpoint have you read the news of what the economists are saying <laughs> this, this doesn't make sense from an economic standpoint How this thing is not going to feed the people but you see, thanksgiving is an application for more. 
I'll read it again. Thanksgiving is an application for more. The more you keep complaining and murmuring, the more the thing keeps reducing. But if you can come to God and with the very little that you have, begin to give God thanks, the little will multiply. And as you do that, I see the resources in your hands multiply for the glory of God. It fed everybody. And there was more left over. You see, this other side of Thanksgiving. We talked about Lazarus last week. But let's go a step further there again. When Jesus got to the tomb, the people were crying. Uh, by this time the body is thinking. By this time the body is decaying. But when Jesus got there, again, the same principle, he gave God thanks before Lazarus came out. Notice what he said in John chapter 11, verse 41. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead days and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said father I thank you that you have heard me and then I know that you always hear me but because of the people who are standing by I said this that they may believe that you sent me Lazarus is dead. In the natural, there seems that there is no way that he can come out. Again, the natural person will look at what they see and begin to cry, begin to complain, begin to murmur. I cannot pay my, uh, enough of my, uh, my, my bills. Um, gas, food, all these things, and begin to complain and memo. This situation is a stinking situation. This relationship is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a stinking one. But not Jesus. He takes his eyes off of the dead body and he begins to thank God. In this season, if you begin to look up to God, things will turn around for you. When God built, when Noah built the ark, he told them to leave a hole in the top of the ark. And it's significant. Because if they kept looking on the outside and look at the, 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 the flood, they will be discouraged. But if you only have one place to look, you look up. Oh, I pray in the name of Jesus, in this season, may we look up. And when we look up, may we thank the Lord. And as we thank him, 
things will turn around in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. No matter how difficult you can pray, the whale may have been trying to digest Jonah. But he said, no, I'll not be digested here. I'm going to pray. <laughs> I'm going to pray. If you will pray, there will be life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I said, if you will pray, and thank God, there will be life. Life set into the body of Lazarus. And he who had been dead came back alive. Anything that is dead in your life that is supposed to be alive, in the mighty name of Jesus, as you begin to thank God, you will see life. I said, you will see life. I said, you will see life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Food becomes enough with thanksgiving. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Prayer must always be accompanied with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Notice what the Bible says. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. He says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything... By prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. Be anxious. If you have time to worry, you have time to pray. I'll repeat it again. If you have time to worry, you have time to pray. When you are tempted to worry, pray. I like how the Amplified puts it. Philippians 4, 6. He says, do not fret or have anxiety about anything. But in every circumstance and in everything, by prayer... And petition, definite request with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. When you are tempted to, be, to fret, have a panic attack, be anxious, be depressed, he tells you exactly what to do. Not only pray, but Definite request with, with thanksgiving. That's how you continue to make your want known to God. Father, I thank you that I have prayed and you have heard my prayer. I thank you, Lord, that you have, you have heard my prayer. And God's peace shall be yours. That tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is. That peace which transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount God over your hearts and minds in Christ. Oh my Lord and my God. I thank you Lord. You are my very own father. I have committed this into your hands. And I thank you. He says continue with thanksgiving. Continue to make your wants known to God with thanksgiving. 
Continue to make your wants known to God. Continue with thanksgiving to make your wants known to God. I thank you that I prayed. I thank you that you've heard my prayer. And now I thank you for the answer. I thank you that the answer is here. I thank you that the answer is here. In the life of this person that I'm praying for, I thank you that the answer is here. I thank you in my health. Thank you that the answer is here. Thank you that in our nation, the answer is here. Thank you that in my family, the answer is here. Thank you that in the life of my children, the answer is here. Thank you that in the life of my grandchildren, the answer is here. Thank you that in every aspect of my life, the answer is here. With thanksgiving, continue, continue to make your wants known to God. And peace shall be yours. May that peace be yours in the mighty name of Jesus. May that peace be yours in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. May that peace be yours in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And then thanksgiving also now that the prayer gets answered we also continue to give God thanks for what he has done. So there's thanksgiving before the prayer is answered. Then there is thanksgiving after the prayer is answered. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Notice what the Apostle Paul says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 3. And you see, when you thank God for the, even the relationships that you have in your life, it makes all the difference. He says, we give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. We give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. This is the prayer of thanksgiving. Here, he used the word eucharistio in the Greek, which we can break it down into two. The first part is you, which describes something that is good or well, or denotes a general good disposition or feeling about something or somebody. And then the other word is charistia, where we get the word charis or the word for grace. And it refers to wonderful feelings and good sentiment that freely flow up out of the heart in response to something or someone. I give thanks for you. I thank you, Lord. In Ephesians chapter 1 verse 16, he says, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayer. That's the same word that is used there, Eucharistio. And then he uses the same word in 1 Thessalonians 1, 2. We give thanks to God always for you always, making mention of you in our, in, in our prayers. And then second, and then 1 Thessalonians 5, 18, he says, In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything. Whatever the circumstances. I mean, you have not yet landed in the belly of a fish like Jonah. So you are better off than him. <laughs> so no matter what is going on, give God thanks. <laughs> give him thanks. <laughs> in everything, 
in every circumstance. Lord, I thank you and I give you the praise and I give you the glory. And as you do that, God will take care of everything else in the mighty name of Jesus. As you thank God, you know he's thanking God. I thank God for the relationships in my life. I thank God for my father. He did his very, he did his very best that he could. And that man is loaded. He has a lot of cash. <laughs> <laughs> He's a blessed man. <laughs> My God. He tried, did his best. Took us to the best schools that he could. Thank God for the relationships that God has brought into your life. I thank God for this church family. God has blessed us with wonderful people. Wonderful people. And together we are making a difference in this city and the nations of the world. Thank God for your wife. Thank God for your children. You see, some of these letters, he knew he was going to correct them. But he will still thank God for them first. Even before he corrects them. Sure. Your children go through different cycles. But thank God for them. They are still here. Amen. And God will work in their lives. Amen. And then the next one is the prayer of agreement. The prayer of agreement. The prayer of agreement. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 18. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. I love the word of God. Matthew chapter 18, verse 18, he says, Assuredly, I say to you, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Sometimes we need help in prayer. It's, it's so important that you have, we have somebody that we can agree with. And you see, life, God didn't make us to dwell in a in Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9 it says two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor two are better than one for if therefore the one will lift up his fellow but woe to him that is alone when he falleth he has not another to help him two are better than one so Jesus is saying that if two of you on earth, it's a spiritual law, agree as touching anything, that's another kind of prayer, that they shall ask, it shall be done for them, for, by, of, for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. He is present in the power of his name to see to it that the two that have come together and agree and ask the father the father will release the answers two are better than one and a classic example of this is in the book of Acts. the word that is used here in matthew chapter 18 verse 19 for agree is symphonia. It has to do with, a, with, with like a musical concert. Where you come, each one is playing their part, but it comes together 
and makes a symphony. Sometimes we pray with people and you say, oh, at the end of the prayer, and you, are, you may ask them, oh, I, I didn't believe that would happen anyway. No, no, no. You are not in agreement. You are not in concert. And it's the same thought that is used in Acts 4.24. It says, so when they had heard that, they raised their voices to God with one accord. One accord. That is the same phrase, symphonio. A symphony. With one accord. It's not sometimes very easy to get a church in one accord. But when the church is in one accord and prays, something happens. But you see, Peter and John had been arrested for the healing of the man at the beautiful gate. But notice what happened. This is so important. When they were let go, verse 23 says, and being let go, they went to their own companions. The classic king says they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. They went to their own company. They went to their own company. They went to their own company. Is that God's plan? They all went to their own company. People that they knew can agree with them God has ordained for us to be planted in the local church. Two are better than one. When something happens, we can come together in agreement and pray. They went to their own company. They knew exactly where to go. They knew where the believers were gathered. They went to their own company. Do you have a company of people that will stand with you through the seasons of life. It's not good to be alone. They went to their own company. And sometimes the trouble that things that people go through is because they don't have their own company. Oh my God. That is why we've made ourselves available. We've come together as the body of Christ. We can agree together in prayer. Not only that, we can band together and work for God and make a change and a difference in our world. But if that, don't let that phrase leave you. I like the company of people I run with. They went to their own company. Do you have your own company? And they, when they had all come together, with one accord, they prayed. Notice that they didn't send a delegation to the Sanhedrin. <laughs> they didn't write a petition to the Sanhedrin. They didn't write, no, 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 no. With one accord. And said, Lord, verse 24, you are God. You see, they didn't start talking about the problem. They didn't start blaming Peter and John. You should have left the... Um, the man had a beautiful gate. Leave him in his paralysis. What do you bother with this healing business? <laughs> Why are you bothering with this preaching of the gospel? Notice that the people were afraid of the name. Oh my God. Jesus has left the scene, but his name is still working. And his name is still working today. No, you can't wipe that name from eternity. <sighs> they didn't send a delegation. They prayed. 
And they didn't start talking about the problem. They started by praising and giving God thanks. Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. You have the individual prayer and then you have the corporate prayer. They came together in that prayer of agreement. And when they are praying, notice what happened. Verse 31, it says, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they spoke the word of God with boldness. The building shook. People get excited when people fall under the power of God. You wait when buildings start shaking again. And there's no earthquake going on. The prayer shook the building. And that that is why the devil doesn't want us to pray. Both individuals and corporately. Because our prayers cause a shaking. Notice what we just started in Revelation 8, 3, and 4. The prayers responded as earthquakes in the earth. Shaking. Shaking. The building was shaking. They were threatening them. Don't preach again. Stop making noise about this Jesus. (laughs) Every day, Jesus, every day, Jesus, what's the problem with you? We told you not to speak in this name. They found them in the temple and they were still preaching. You can't stop us from preaching. We are excited about Jesus. If we keep quiet about Jesus, more people go to hell. So we are going to keep making noise. So they prayed for boldness. That's a good thing to pray for. Lord, give me boldness. You see, praying people are people of boldness. One time in high school, I put my shoes, it was a, it was a boarding high school, so I put my shoes by, by my bed. And when I came, someone had stolen the shoes. <laughs> I said, no, you can't steal my shoes. <laughs> I use those shoes for classes. I use those shoes for God's work. I, used, I, I need those shoes. I said, in the name of Jesus, bring back my shoes. Then would take your hands off of my shoes and bring it back. I forgot about it. A couple of days when I came, the shoes were lying coolly there. <laughs> Boldness. <laughs> Anything that the devil has stolen from you, be bold and demand your rights. Sometimes get somebody to agree with you. We are here also. We, we are willing to agree with you and pray. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, two are better than one. It's not good to be alone. Do you have your own company? So last week I asked one of the kids, what did you learn in Sunday school? And she was trying hard. I knew she was doing her very best, but she couldn't remember. So I let her go. (laughs) But just remember what your lesson is. The prayer of thanksgiving and the prayer of agreement. The prayer of thanksgiving has twofold application. You can pray before the answer, and then also you can have a lifestyle of gratitude. And then the prayer of petition, the prayer of agreement, you come together with somebody else 
and you pray. It could be an individual, it can be a friend, husband and wife can agree. That's a very strong form of agreement. The church can agree with you. We are here to agree with you as well. But you need to be in a company of believers. Be part of the body of Christ, the local body of Christ. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.